podcast channel is up and going. Welcome in to Night Moves HDQ. It's Michael here inside the lab at the captain's chair. Going to be bringing people in momentarily back on the radio show. Living life in stress is the topic of the show. Um, and I'm going to be helping you. Just kind of piggybacking off of the last episode where I was helping others how to disconnect from stress, from stress, excuse me. I'm jumping all over the Bible here. So have your Bible, have your notes ready. I'm going to be giving out the call number for the studio line. If you want to ever listen to the radio show, you can always check that out on, on Night Moods HDQ at Block Talk Radio. We're working on getting to another platform so that we can have an app. There's not readily an app available uh, with Block Talk Radio, and that's kind of a hindrance for those who want to catch the show who don't know how really to get on the Internet and check out Night Moods on Block Talk Radio. So here we go. Hey, it's Michael right here inside the lab in the captain's chair. You were on the inspiration side of a Wednesday night show, and you are in the lab with yours truly, welcoming in all of our channels as well as our live streaming at the same time. Talking about living life and stress. You know, I was contemplating doing a series on this, but at the same time, wanting to keep it organic because... I don't know if there is a day that you don't have a level of stress, in all honest, honesty. I know there are some people who say, well, I live stress-free. Well, there's a level of stress that you're going to live because if you're not impacted by what's going on in the world, then you're always going to be impacted with what's going on with you. And unless you have all of you together all of you is going to have a direct impact on the psyche, on the soul, and on the spirit. So before we get into that, as we always do, because many of you miss out on relaxation sites, so that's why I was sharing. If you ever want to listen to the radio show, you can go to Blog Talk Radio and then key in Night Moods HDQ where you can um, listen in and participate to the relaxation side. And it's about 40 minutes of a 90-minute show. And then we switch over to uh, inspiration because Night Moods has a purpose and functionality and duality. Um, it's, it's to help the mood, bring positivity to the mood. And at the same time, on the radio show, which is a little bit different from the podcast, we help with the level of faith that you have been given. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, we simply, I simply... Um, motivate you in truth. I, I bring you truth out of the scriptures that impacts you how to live and cultivate a kingdom life, which is far beyond cultivating a religious life. Because this is what Jesus came to do. He brought back to earth a kingdom of heaven. This is why he said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. This Every prophet in the Old Testament, the Old Covenant, prophesied to Jesus returning what Adam lost. Now, this kingdom is present 
and the Holy Spirit is remanded to earth when he fell upon the earth on the 50th day past Passover. He's remanded to earth for the benefit of every saved and born again spirit-filled brother and sister. It's, it's, you have an advantage. So, you miss out on the relaxation side. And that's okay, because you have the inspiration side. But on the podcast, it's more inspiration and teaching. And then we get into, on the Apple channel, heavy teaching of how to actually live as a son and daughter. And heavy teaching, deconstructing the scriptures and opening up the books. Books, plural. Well, what books am I talking about? All the Bibles. And we do that on a premium side. So if you want to catch those episodes and those uh, direct shows, you want to go to Apple. You want to look for Night Moods HDQ and subscribe. There's a, I think it's a free, free five-day service that you can listen to the content free. And then you can get to some, the meat, the mysteries of the kingdom, Ephesians chapter 3. The supernatural, signs, wonders, and miracles. And a few of my friends come along inside the channel of Night Moods, and we get to talk about culture and life, and we have a show on culture and life, and some topics are not even about the scriptures. But we just bring an experience, a witness, and testify to Father's goodness and how he displays his goodness, how to cultivate life in this kingdom, and how to live, oh, guess what, possibly stress-free, is it possible to live stress-free? And how many of you could wish you can live stress-free? And how many of you, if you were living stress-free without the world affecting you, the schizophrenic world affecting you, how many of you are okay with you? And are you causing yourself stress? It's a good question. NightMoodsHDQ at gmail.com sitting here at the bridge as we normally get to at this side of inspiration. Or you can call in 563-999-3685. It's 563-999-3685 during the show talking about living life in stress. Can you be stress-free in the kingdom? Is it possible? Well, I have well many, many contacts. That will say to me, Michael, you just don't let stress get to you. Well, because sometimes I know how to hide it well or uh, compartment, compartmentalize it. But I know how to manage it and when to release it all the better. You know, sometimes there's that saying, don't let them see you sweat. Well, you don't want stress to rule over you and you don't want stress managing you. So we're going to do that real shortly. But... This bridge, as you know, represents the Holy Spirit. So I want to challenge you once again, once again, every night, right here, to learn about the purposes, the functionality, and responsibility of the Holy Spirit. You can get the learning in the scriptures in John chapter 14 just for yourself. But don't read it in your paradigm. Read it because it's a spiritual book. So you're going to ask for help. John 14 and John chapter 16, starting at verses 7 through 14. And John 14, I want to say start at verse 6 or 7. And really plow slowly. Deconstruct what you're, write, what you're reading. 
and then apply yourself in the learning. Ask questions. And then there's functions, purposes, and responsibilities that He, the Holy Spirit, produces, manifests in us who are born again. And so this bridge is a connector to destination. And when you realize who the Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, places in you, who possesses you, He connects you to destinations. In truth. And so this is why we, we come to the bridge. This is why we say, now go into back into the journey of life. But now you have better experiences because you've engaged the kingdom effectively. Not properly, but effectively. And I could say properly too, because there's just a way that Jesus showed this to us. And for all of the listeners, our new night owls, and for if you're a newbie listening to, whether it's the show, the podcast, or right here on the live stream, just participate. This is why I don't do religion. Because religion keeps you out of the kingdom. So we simply give you practical ways to living your faith out. How to cultivate your life as a son and daughter. And if you're called to be a minister, serve as you go. But if you're not called to be a minister, then guess what? Because those are elect, call, elect um, offices or elect servanthoods, I should say, commissioned by Jesus. But everyone's called to serve in a capacity. That's Ephesians chapter 3. Nope, not, not chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11, to gain the understanding. So there's a, there's a level of serving that everyone who is saved and born again will enter as to the capacity of how our Heavenly Father sees us working with His Spirit. So this Holy Spirit is a connector to destination. And when you look at a bridge, the bridge takes you to the other side so that you can continue on in your journey to get to the destination. So there's a natural setting and a spiritual setting working simultaneously through the power of the Holy Spirit. And the natural setting, the bridge, again, connects you to your destination. It gets you to the other side. And I say this all the time. That many have a fear of crossing over a bridge because of the height involved, because of what they see beneath. And then they look at the bridge and look at the mechanics of the bridge and maybe question the strength, the structural mechanics of a bridge. And every bolt, if there's rust on the bolt, and if when, you know, if you're on a high enough bridge, uh, if you've been to San Francisco on the Golden Gate Bridge or if you've been to Brooklyn and going into Brooklyn on, on that bridge, there's a sway that happens and that is given to us structurally so that it doesn't collapse the bridge when the wind is blowing in the valleys and those wind currents that come down from the higher at, at, out altitudes that will sway a bridge and that will freak people out. So there's a level of trust involved when crossing a natural bridge that connects you to the destination. And rightfully so, I guess I could understand there's a level of trust when you're on a bridge that's 
200 feet, 50 feet above the ground. But I liken this to this way. I'm sitting in my captain's chair. And I have every trust that this captain's chair is holding my girth up. And wherever you're listening to the program, at this moment, your feet are on the ground. Or it's in a chair or in a couch or in your vehicle. And you have every trust that that naturally made machine or whatever you're sitting on, that the, the, the science behind it and the mechanics and the strength of the materials is going to hold your girth and is not going to give way. But yet there are so many that don't want to trust the Holy Spirit. But here... Here's the, here's the problem. Because when you understand the function and purposes of the Holy Spirit, you come to realize that he's going <clears> to <throat> excuse me, lead you into all truth when you break down what Jesus had to say about him in the scriptures. So everything that we do is going to lead you back to the scriptures and if not lead you to the Holy Spirit because you're on a better covenant. And this covenant has promises. This covenant, covenant, excuse me, is in real time, wonderfully, with wonders, signs, and miracles. This covenant comes with the promises and the display of the goodness of our Heavenly Father. And your responsibility is to cooperate and walk with the Holy Spirit. And every step you walk, you're learning as you mature as a believer how to walk with the Holy Spirit in the middle of life when life is ongoing, maybe impacting you, conflicting you, or discouraging you, or exciting you. So there is a pace, a cadence, one must learn in their own relationship with Jesus Christ to walk with the Holy Spirit. And that's an individual exercise. That's applying you to the scriptures, applying you to the power that your Heavenly Father has placed in you. And I guess I'm asking myself, why am I spending so much time with the Holy Spirit right now? Because He is also a deliverer. And when we're talking about living life in stress, how to reduce stress. Yeah, I could give you step by step eight processes to reduce stress living in stress, but what would happen if you for seven days or three days effectively worked at exercising how to walk with the Holy Spirit? What does that sound like? What does it look like? What does it feel like? And that is the problem that I find with saved brothers and sisters. The problem is increasing and ongoing because they have never been taught to pay close attention to the power of the Holy Spirit that's possessing their heart. They've never been taught how to be a disciple in the ways of Christ Jesus. At the same time, paying attention to the power in the essence of Heavenly Father who is the 100% the Holy Spirit, the 100% essence of our Heavenly Father, the Holy Spirit. 
the paracletes, the comforter, the spirit of truth, the spirit. He is a spirit of truth. He's a helper, an intercessor. So what would happen? We're talking about living life in stress. Now, this is really kind of funny because I have four monitors looking at me, two studio monitors, and then my informational monitors. And I, what we normally do is we blow up and put our definitions up so that I can bring you practical, relational material that you can connect with so that you can practically walk this out in your faith. Remember I said, part of my job here is to help you live out your faith in the level of faith that you have been given. There's a measure that we all have been given, but there's a few responsibilities that all of us have the capacity to fulfill through spiritual obedience and righteousness. So the challenge is three days, seven days, you pick one or two. As a matter of fact, if you want to do this with me, go ahead and place on our official Facebook page or our Instagram page or the, our Twitter page, one of these, of the three, the official pages, or send an email to nightmoves at hdq at gmail.com or you're listening to this message on the channels. Choose what day that you want to take this challenge. Cooperating with the Holy Spirit. Let's just call it like that. Maybe... um. Uh, during this next small break, I can put that up on the Facebook uh, the post thing, posting on Facebook. But um, the, the cooperating with the Holy Spirit, three-day challenge, seven-day challenge. What does it look like to you? What does it sound like to you? What does it feel like to you? Meaning, how are you going to express what is it like to cooperate with the Holy Spirit? And what does it even mean? How do I cooperate with the Holy Spirit? Maybe I've, maybe you have never been taught about the Holy Spirit. And how many of you really don't know anything about the Holy Spirit? See, they tell you in radio or any other podcasting channels when you're when you're producing content, never leave time for silence. But I think silence is valuable. It gives an opportunity for you to address the uncomfortable nature of you in the moment. So what if you have never been taught about the Holy Spirit? Well, there may be nothing like the present time to learn about the power that is in your heart. The spiritual power. And he comes 100%, as I say, wired up. It's like if you look in your room. Go ahead and look around you. There's outlets somewhere in your room. If you're in your vehicle listening, you have an outlet that's called the cigarette, the, the cigarette dispenser, where you plug in your, your uh, lighter for your cigarette. And now they've removed that lighter and they've made it for a phone, uh, phone uh, charger. But when you plug the phone charger or when you plug any type of electrical thing into a power outlet, there is an electrical surge that comes and it's powered up capable of maybe putting you on your backside making some of the hair stand up on your body that electrical charge is ready willing and able to power up whatever you plug in 
and it doesn't come less than 100% powered up. Such is the same with the Holy Spirit. But if you never come to the understanding of the information that Jesus talks about him in John 14 through John 16, then you're missing out on a great deal of life and you're going to miss out how to manage effectively stress. Did I say that right? You're going to miss out how to effectively manage stress. Now it's plausible, I guess, to say that you could potentially live stress-free. And I used to think that way, and sometimes I feel that way. But then I look in the mirror and I see tension. That's stress. Now the impact of what the external, maybe family, friends, businesses, employment, um, school, uh, what else, friendships, deadlines, those cause a level of stress. Now, now I can kind of maybe segue to what I thought I was going to go with, but I think we're going to go back to the Holy Spirit because when you get this, when you fully understand your position and your birthright as a son and daughter, and when you fully, fully, completely, without a doubt, understand that you are possessed by the essence, the 100% essence of Father's glory, and that's in the Holy Spirit. When you fully understand function, purposes, and responsibility applied to you, and how you live with him, surrendering, being submitted, and not dumbing down that, oh, I can't think for myself because um, that's what I've been taught. No, 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 no. You have to use your brain every day of the week. Common sense and logical sense is in full display. But it's in the reducing of position. And it's in redu reduction, reducing of control of our own life, of our own destiny. Don't believe the hype that the world is selling you. But it, you have an advantage when you, when you fully understand the Holy Spirit. Living life in stress. And I, I want to go back to how many of you have thought about and maybe you have gone a day without living stress. And that's cool. So I'm not, I'm not negating any of that stuff. But looking at the horizon and looking across the different regions and being a watch person on the wall and you hear and listen and you connect and have communion and fellowship and entertainment of those in your circle, your, your sphere of influence, as the world likes to call it, your people of influence, your accountability teams, how is stress impacting those fellowships? And if it's impacting those fellowships, could it be, is it plausible that stress could be impacting you? I didn't say coming underneath the stress, but could it be impacting you in some shape or form? 
mentally, physically, psychologically, spiritually. Stress. Let me break this up for you. This word stress. And then I found something really kind of cool again. We kind of went over it earlier tonight on our Wednesday night uh, Bible study with our small leadership. Um, stress is, understand this, I, I got this highlighted. I want to I break this down for you. Stress is a force exerted when one body or a body part presses on, pulls on, pushes against, or tends to compress or twist another body or body part. Just one definition. Stress is the, the deformation caused in a body by such a force. Have you been in an auto accident? Have you played sports or have you, haven't, have you fell and sprained an ankle, broken a, a body part? That's stress against the body. Have you had a headache that came out of all of a sudden because of an activity, a mental activity or a physical activity? That's, that's another consideration of stress. Stress is a physical, a chemical, or emotional factor that causes bodily or mental tension and may be a factor in dis-ease causation. It's also a strain. But I like this one right here. Stress is this, a physical or a chemical or emotional factor that causes bodily or mental tension and may be a factor in disease or causation of disease. Stress. Did you know strokes and heart attacks are caused, a majority are caused because of stress? You can Google search. Maybe a third or percentage of what you're dealing with has everything to do with stress. Maybe people relieve stress and found maybe difficult patterns or bad habits. Maybe overeating to compromise the weaknesses or the vulnerabilities or to deal with stress. Now we know people drink for a myriad of reasons. But I can tell you, I can probably write a book of how many people I've heard I drink or use illicit drugs to deal with stress. Stress is a silent killer. And it's ravaging the body at large. Stress. You can find some stress, just turn on the news from wherever you are listening to this program and you'll find some stress. Maybe government stress, famine stress, economic stress, educational stress, civic stress. Heck, in the United States, we have gone through two years of civic stress. has been a strain on many regions. And everyone, well, not everyone, there has been a majority of people in the world and in the, the body in Christ that have been stressed out with three viruses. Just say the word COVID-2019. Just say the word Delta. Have those conversations and watch some anxiety begin to erupt, especially in the body. So going back to the power of the Holy Spirit. 
how many of you truly understand who possesses you? And it's okay if you don't understand. Maybe it has not been deconstructed for you. Maybe you've not, this has not been served on your plate. Maybe you have been getting served on your plate. You're a sinner. Or all have sinned and fall short of glory. You know, we've heard that enough on the plate. You can probably regurgitate that. Just makes me sick. Ugh. Read the rest of the scripture. You're born again. Living life in stress. And are you capable to be detached from stress? Even if the stress is a physical, a chemical, or emotional factor that causes bodily or mental tension and may be a factor uh, in disease or causation of disease, can you be detached from stress? Going to help you with that answer shortly after this break. Stay with me. Mike Michaels here inside the lab in the captain's chair. Night Moves HDQ on a consequential Wednesday. Living life in stress. Now we're going to help you handle how to alleviate the stress. We're going to get really intense with how to alleviate the stress. Get your Bibles out. Get your pens, papers, your notebooks, your notepads. Whatever you need to do with writing stuff, information down, I want you to get them out. I'm going to go over this one more time. I'm going to break this down so that you can get it. Just filling some spots here on the radio side, but I think this is an important conversation. And many of the conversations that we have here inside the lab have everything to do with how to live practical in Father's kingdom. And I'm sitting there thinking that we're going to also have a, a special episodes talking about how to be a son and how to be a daughter. I think people don't really understand how to be a son and be a daughter. Ooh, that's kind of loud. That's right, it's Michael right here in the lab in the captain's chair. And we are getting ready to handle with the full strength that I know how to handle living life in stress and how you can be detached from stress. And I asked that question many, uh, many minutes back. How many of you mm -hmm. truly understand your position with the power of the Holy Spirit who possesses your heart? How many of you understand that you are to cooperate with the Holy Spirit? And it's to your advantage. And if people are telling you that you're no better than the world, then people are lying to you because Jesus' words are it's to your advantage. It's to your good that I go away. Because if I go away, the, the Father can give you the comforter. It's in John chapter 16. But this deal is stress. And we have... You may have known someone, know of someone. Maybe you may be dealing with a high level of stress. Maybe your table is full of stress. How many more plates do you want to put on some stress? And you have not even got to the main course yet because you have been not only entertaining stress, but you have been eating 
You're on a date with stress. Stress has become your lover. Stress has become your idol. And I'm saying that because there is possibly a disconnect with who you're supposed to be connecting in. Now, I talked about the terms of stress. I said, we're going to really break this down tonight. We're going to, we're going to shove every plate off the table. Matter of fact, go ahead and do that. Just clear your table and look at, write down stress on a sheet of paper. Write this down. Now you can imagine or you can consciously put on one sheet of paper all the stresses like they can, it can just leap off your brain onto the paper. But what we're going to do is we're going to look at that word stress, just like we're going to look at the word cancer on a couple future shows. And we're going to break this word down. We're going to destroy it. And we're going to put it in its proper position and know how to handle stress. And if you want to know how to handle stress, I want you to pay, pay close attention. Now I dived in and we got about 10 feet into the into the shallows, but now we're going to get into the sea. We're going to go deep sea diving. And we're going to go bring out some treasures. Now, we did this in Madison, Wisconsin years ago. We went deep sea diving to bring people into deliverance. And when I teach, it's all hands on deck. Everyone gets to participate. So you don't just come and listen to a program and listen to me ramble off out of my wisdom or out of my theology or out of my out of my experiences and my witness or my realities but what I'm going to do is open up the stage for you to step on the stage and you get to deal with you on the stage see that's probably the one of the issues with the modern Western church that it has created a stage of entertainment and no one is addressing the elephant in the room and that's what is really going on with the hurting people who are being entertained for 45 minutes. I know that would probably get me thrown out of a couple of denominations. But when you have been experiencing and living in the kingdom for some longevity and you see some of the the angles and the pitches coming out of Christianity and these denominations, I, I shake my head. Like, and we're, and, and we're really dealing with this this way? Do you not understand who's in the last row, who's in the 14th row in seat, seat H? Who's on the west side of the sanctuary? Who is internally balled up, bound? And your condition to get through your sermon without checking in with the Holy Spirit because you have the spirit of stress permeating through your sanctuary. And the stress knows the three songs and the hymn. And the stress can tell you how many times you're going to close a sermon and you're not paying attention to the body who's dying because of stress. Living life in stress. Let's go in. We're going to go deep sea diving here. 
going to take you in deeper. John chapter 14, verse 1. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let your hearts be distressed. Now this distress causes dis-ease, a causation of illness. And when the heart begins to enter the phase of being distressed, it has to be subjected to pain in order to be revived. Now what am I saying is in John 14, 1, Jesus is even saying this, do not let your hearts be troubled. Just believe in God and believe also in me. Believe in my Father and believe also in me. So when stress happens, it begins to bring dis-ease to the heart. But Jesus said, do not, don't even let your heart be distressed when life has given you stress. And see, this goes back to who are you really connected to? Are you connected to your denomination? Or are you connected to Jesus Christ and this Holy Spirit? John chapter 14 even talks about this. I am in my Father, and my Father is in me. And we are in you, and you are in us, and we're going to make our home in you. He says we. Finer distinctions in the kingdom. But do not let your hearts be distressed. Do not let your hearts be troubled. If you're stressed out, you're probably enduring some heart pain. And you need heart-to-heart -heart resuscitation because you've unplugged from Jesus and plugged more into the world setting and the world systems and the world behavior patterns. That world setting is culture. The behavior patterns and the world system. You have put both feet firmly back into the world where you weren't even supposed to be back into the world and now you're stressed out because the world is in distress. The world is in birth pains. The world is uneasy. At best, the world is in schizophrenic zone. It's talking to itself. It can't believe one faction from the other faction. And depending on where you live in the world, you have political factions, civic factions, religious factions. I mean, how much more crazier does it need to get for you to step out of crazy? It's like being in a crowded room and everyone begins unleashing weapons of war in the room. And you want to stay and hope that it gets quiet or hope that peace comes if you just stay and, and speak to it long enough. But they're telling you it's not going to change because we're in disorder. So it's time to di to what? Unplug? Get unplugged from the stress. Now, how do I do that? I want to say it's simple. But if I told you it was simple, then we'd have probably a confrontation and a debate on semantics of what is simple to you. It's not simple to me, but what is simple to them, it, it could be simple if we all just, just get along. But we all ain't going to get along when we in the world are not in the kingdom, and those in the kingdom are supposed to be out from the world, and the world is not saved and doesn't know the Holy Spirit, and the world likes stress. The world likes drama. The world likes crazy, and they like to revamp a new crazy, 
and think they're doing something new, but that's called insanity. So it's a vicious cycle. It's like a vortex that draws the people of God in who are sitting in the outer courts. But see, when you became saved and, keyword, and born again, you were supposed to have access and proximity to your Heavenly Father. And see, where Heavenly Father is at, there is no stress. Zero stress. But if you're sitting out there in the outer courts at the gate that you just came through when you became saved, but you're out there and you are having what Lot's wife looked like for the love of the idols and for the love of everything that was going on in the world and you want to pay attention because maybe you have Mary Sue, you have Bob, you have Luther, you have Pookie in them out there in the world that you want to be saved. But the longer you look and the longer you're being entertained in stress, packaged up in monies, riches, and lavish lifestyles, you're being duped. Coming out of stress has everything to do with what you do when you are stressed out. Your burdens. Matthew 11, verse 28. We do this on the relaxation side of the show. What to do when you are stressed out. Breaking this down, going deep sea diving. If you want to get some information on this, you can send an email over to nightmoodshdq at gmail.com or send a comment here on this episode. But I want you to see this for yourself. Come to me, all of you who are overworked and heavy burdened. Stress becomes a load. A load is a weight. It's a physical weight. It's a mental weight. And it's hard to move. You begin slowing your gait down. Your gait gets slow. And then you begin to shuffle. Then from shuffling, you become immovable. And Jesus says to come to me, all of you who are overworked and heavy burdened, I will give you rest. But you don't want to rest because your mind needs to be in control. You don't want to rest because you, if you could just work a little harder, it's going to be better. But the stress is roaring now. It is, and now, from a three-alarm fire to a five-alarm fire. And you're still in the middle of the stress. And he sends to you people of influence, friends, fellowships, accountability, brothers and sisters. Come out the building. Don't look back, but come out the building. Plug back into Jesus Christ. Your cooperation with the Holy Spirit. See, you got to do, apply yourself to what is written in the scriptures. Break it down, go slow, stop reading your Bible, but study your Bible. And do exactly what Jesus is saying to do in Matthew eleven twenty eight. He says, come to me, all of you who are overworked and are heavy burdened. And I will give you rest. And I want to encourage you in this moment that if you're stressed out, it's time to unplug from the stress and plug into peace and joy and life and liberty and freedom. That is in Jesus Christ. As we close the show here on Night Moves HDQ, I will see you back here tomorrow night at 10.30. Be blessed and take care. Coming into stress and how to come out of stress has everything to do about position. And your position has everything to do about your cooperation with the Holy Spirit 
your submission and surrender, your spiritual obedience and righteousness. These four attributes will help you come through and detach from the extreme levels of stress. And when you give your burdens to Jesus, and we've been saying this for years, and we have been, I've been talking about this on the show for the last couple months. Don't go back and think you want to take your stress back because when you do that, what you have done is you've given the left hand but not given the right hand, and the right hand holds the burden. It's what you're saying is, I can't trust you with the level of this stress because you don't know what I've been going through. That's what you're saying. But he tells you in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, Come to me, all of you who are overworked and heavy burdened. The burden is the load. It's the weight. It's, it's the stress. Mm-hmm. It's the anxiousness. It's the nervousness. The anxiety. It's the guilt. And he's asking for you. And he's instructing you and commanding you to come to where he is at. And he's saying, all of you who are overworked and heavy burdened. The burden is heavy when you become tired. Because a burden can be also can also be responsibility and duty. But he also wants you to trade with him the responsibilities and the duties so that they don't become a heavy load. See, when you trade with Jesus, you're stressed. He gives you, he gives you spiritual mechanics, if I can say that, that will help you deal, manage, and navigate and equip you with how to handle the stress because he's going to give you something greater. And when he gives you something greater, it's in verse 29. But in order to understand verse 29, you have to understand what is upon his shoulders. And Father gave that to the prophet Isaiah in chapter 9, verse 6 and verse 7. And it's dominion. It's the government of the the kingdom of heaven. The government. And he said, until this government, it will have no end. And the peace of this government will, the peace of the government would have no end. And then Jesus says, learn from me. So, deep sea diving is, is when you go deeper, you, you notab- not- noticeably, notably will be listening to what's in your ear. And that's the instructor telling you, watch your breathing. Slow your breathing down. Watch what you're doing. And it's all focused on your breathing. If you detach from the message of the instructions of how to breathe as you are going deeper into the waters, you could really kill yourself. And then when you get to a certain level in the ocean or the sea, you got to come up slow. And as you're coming up slow, you're still hearing the instructions, watch your levels, watch your breathing, slow your breathing down. And they'll say, pick up your breathing. Because he wants buoyancy as you come up because you can, you can really crush, the water pressure can crush you. Stress can crush you. So the deep sea diving, here's the nugget. Unplug 
from stress. Plug in to rest. So, Jesus talks about Matthew eleven twenty eight. You've unplugged from stress. Now, he is saying, I want to give you rest, so I need you to plug in me so I can plug you into the Father's Word because the Father's Word, he tells you what he does when you plug into rest. Now, for that, you've got to go over to Isaiah chapter 30 and Isaiah 15. Chapter 30 and verse 15. Because this is the Word of God for you to hear. Again, this is why I don't do religion. Religion keeps you out of the kingdom. Because religion has never been in the kingdom. They don't understand that there is another level past their logic. Past their theology. So you now get to engage the presence of the kingdom of God. Jesus says in Matthew eleven twenty eight, This is really kind of cool. Come to me, all of you who are overworked and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. What is the rest? The rest is exactly what Father said in Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 15. In returning and rest, you shall be saved. Saved from what? I'm glad you asked. Saved from the stress. Saved from the wickedness. Saved from yourself. Fill in the blank. Your strength shall be in quietness and in trust. So you are to unplug from the stress. Well, how do I do that? Just the same way you unplug your phone. Just as the same way as you turn your television off, turn your, your cell device off, turn your computers off. You literally touch the power button and it steps you through how to shut it down. And you don't think a second or third time about, well, wait a minute, I don't want to power down. No, you power down. Some of you will charge your phones with it off. So you literally have to unplug from life and out of the distress that life has given to you or that you have come under and you have to replug back in in your cooperation with the Holy Spirit and to Jesus Christ. And when you plug into him, he gives you a promise. I'll give you rest. It'll be the same rest that my heavenly father who is on the throne will give as he told Isaiah in 30 and 15. And this is the word of God. He told them, for the Lord Yahweh, the Holy One of Israel, pay attention right here. The Holy One of Israel said this. So, father said it, you can Invest everything you have in it. Take it to the bank, in other words. When you return, in returning and rest, keyword, this word rest, is phenomenal. This word rest is quietness. It's quietness of the attitude. It's quietness of the comfort at one's table, in one's domain. So you're quieting your mind, you're quieting your soul, you're quieting your body. And you're going to quiet your house. You're going to quiet the space that you're in. He says, in returning and rest, you shall be saved. Your strength shall be in quietness and in trusting in him. So you're going to trust in Jesus. You're going to trust in the Heavenly Father. You're doing this because he gave you his spirit. So you're surrendering your mind. You're going to submit your body in the presence of 
by faith. You're detaching from the dis-ease of life, the dis-ease of the world, dis-ease of the cultures, the institutions, the regulations. You're, you're, you're unplugging. Living life in stress is a, like spiritual management. For those of you who take prescription pain management, if you're in pain, you're going to want to take some pain pills, right? And when you take those pain pills, what does it do? Well, for most, it alleviates the pain. For some, it masks the pain. But when you're stressed, why be entertained by the stress? Hoping and wishing that if you're involved in it, it's going to change. When Jesus says, bring your stress to me. And when you don't do what Jesus says to do, you are immediately spiritually disobedient. Truth is truth. Truth is truth. Immediately you're disobedient when you're, you're not listening to the commands of Jesus. And he is still speaking today. So you have a responsibility. Living life in stress has all to do with your responsibility as a son saved and born again in cooperation to the Holy Spirit, in your spiritual obedience and your righteousness, your alignment to Father's sovereignty, to his authority, to the power in his Son, and authority in Jesus Christ, and then also in the power of the Holy Spirit. You're in alignment to the windfall from heaven through Father and his, our Messiah, and then the Holy Spirit. Deep sea diving is how far do you want to go and Father? Because it's only the Holy Spirit who searches the depths of our Heavenly Father. And everyone at the sound of my voice, listening to the channels, watching on the channels as well. You can run this as far and as long and as hard as you want to run it. And the farther you run and deepen your relationship and get to know the power of the Holy Spirit in you and understand how to manage the stress because you carry the burden to Jesus. He didn't he never told us to handle the burden. Complete the burden. He said bring the burden to me and learn from me in my father's kingdom. That's the light me measure. That's the blessing. And all this stuff of life and all this stuff of material things and civic things and governmental things and corruption things and justice things, I will handle this. And he'll even give it to some to know how to handle it. But Jesus said, bring all your overwork and your overburdened self to me. And if you choose not to, then you're missing the treasure, missing the promise of you being strengthened by your heavenly father. But he says, come to me quiet. That's what he's saying in Isaiah 30 and 15 when he told prophet Isaiah. For the Lord Yahweh, the Holy One of Israel, said this. In returning and rest you shall be saved. He's talking to the children of Israel. 
Your strength shall be in quietness and in trust. Now, you have to connect that to what Jesus is saying in Matthew 11, Matthew 18, excuse me, Matthew 11, verse 28 and 29. And then the golden, the golden treasure trove in this is Hebrews 12 and verse 1. That's the deal of your responsibility. See, he meant what he said by the power of his Holy Spirit in Hebrews I want you to get this. If I can bring this up, I want you to get this. This is so cool. Can I get? Can I bring it over here? Let me see. Yep, there it is. Hebrews twelve one, written by the Holy Spirit. The scholars still don't know who wrote it, but this is the book written to the Hebrews. This is another spiritual book. They learned about the faith and they became Messianic Hebrews, meaning they believed in Jesus even though they were, are Hebrews. We have a few friends who are Hebrew today in my fellowship and even outside of my fellowship, who I don't have fellowship with anymore. But therefore, since we all have such a great cloud of angels, witnesses surrounding us, putting aside every weight, every burden, every stress, and every sin that so easily ensnares us. Let us run with patience. The endurance, the endurance, the race that has been set before you. See, you're supposed to lay it to the side. Put it down. You were never meant and told to carry your stress and burdens in Father's kingdom. Because he has work for you to do. Because he, in the work there's assignments, there's a mandate, there's a mantle, um, there's servanthood that each of us will carry out. So why are you carrying your stress when he said to lay it down? And if you can't lay it down, grab a friend and do Galatians 6.1. Give it to your friend so that you can be empowered, built up, and encouraged. So then you can take it back and he can help you deliver it to Jesus. Deep sea diving, how much more do you want of Heavenly Father? Will all depend on how much pursuit do you want to be in with the lover of truth, with the defender of truth. See, this deal is about you and your Heavenly Father, and your cooperation to the Holy Spirit. And Jesus is your mediator. So you have access to your Heavenly Father with Jesus Christ being there, mediating on your behalf. All done at the power of the Holy Spirit. Living life in stress has everything to do with you. Your church can't help you in this area. Now, I've done my job over the last couple episodes to help you unpack how to live life in stress and what to do now it's up to you question is are you ready for the challenge I'll go back to the three days and seven days cooperating with the Holy Spirit are you ready with the challenge you will find out when you take the challenge and apply yourself to the challenge and complete the challenge how much stress did you deal with then and how did you manage the stress that you were dealing with we're coming through you're coming through. You're never meant to stay in. You're to stay in and abide in Jesus. Stay in and abide in His words. Stay in and abide in His love. Stay and abide in bearing the fruit of Holy Spirit. That's John chapter 15. But you were never told and instructed to carry the stress. Let's connect, build community here at Night Moods HDQ. I love seeing people free, especially the body. And I want you to be free. I want you to connect, engage the kingdom, and let's make it happen. 
See you next time right here on Night Moods. Take care.